This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, thanks for listening on Tuesday, February the 23rd. Hope you're okay. Plenty more reaction today to the Prime Minister's roadmap out of lockdown, which was announced yesterday. As I'm sure you know by now, Boris Johnson set out four stages of easing restrictions with the hope we can get back to some kind of normal by the end of June. For some, though, that still means a long wait until they can reopen their businesses. One of the hardest hit industries during the pandemic has been soft play centres for children. Elizabeth and Andrew run Adventure Kids in Aylesford and in the past year they've only been able to open for six weeks. I've been chatting to them for the Kent Online podcast. The concerning things for us now are how are we going to financially survive until May? Because at the moment um, with the VAT uh, coming to an end, relief with business rates coming to the end, obviously they haven't extended furlough for us so we are looking at tens of thousands of pounds that are still going to need to be found between now and may unless the government are going to come up with another rescue package now with the rescue packages we've had so far still do not come anywhere near what our outgoings are i mean we get three thousand pounds a month my rent is that per week So that just gives you an idea of how far adrift we are as a company on a monthly basis of basically accruing debt because of the lockdown, which which obviously has happened. And in the last 12 months, we have been operational for six weeks in total. Yeah, we hear about lots of different industries being affected really badly, you know, hospitality and whatever. But I mean, yours is probably like theatre's been hit the hardest, hasn't it? Yeah, I'd say we have, um, purely because we have always been the first sector to be put into lockdown and always the last sector to be taken out of lockdown. Um, So, you know, we've only had the benefit of six weeks trading, um, which was September through to October until we went into the last lockdown from November the 4th. Is the budget next Wednesday, what would you like the Chancellor to be saying, Ben, to support you guys? Right. First things first, they need to extend the business rates relief. And I wouldn't just say for the end of this financial tax year, I would say that if they was able to do it for the following financial tax year, to allow us to start building up a um, pot of money so we can actually survive and have the money in place for when it will be released. The second thing would be to keep the 5% VAT on the ledger and hospitality, um, because that will help us once again. And then also we are going to need a continuing support even when we are open, because as soon as we open, not only have we got to pay the bills that are current, we have also got to pay and start to pay any deferred bills 
that have been put in place during lockdown. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm sure you're very aware that many other businesses that, do, that did the same as you, soft play, they, they haven't survived this, this pandemic. I mean, it, I mean, it's just been such a terrible time, hasn't it? You know, several that we've heard of have closed over the past year. That's yeah. heartbreaking. That's heartbreaking for the, for the, because our businesses are run by families and, you know, it's not fair on them. Um, and it's just, we are one of the few that's left and we want the public to work with us um, when we can open because it will be like starting again. We've been closed since November. Our staff have got to start again. Um, yes, there's still a lot of things that are in place, but it's going to be a, yet again another learning curve. Um, you know, we're excited that we will be able to open, but still cautious at the same time. The Chancellor will, as you heard, announce details of his budget next Wednesday. Well, some have criticised the PM's approach to easing the restrictions, with a number of MPs saying they should be lifted much quicker. Among them is Thanet's Craig McKinley. This is what he had to say to our colleagues at KMTV. We need to get back to normality, to businesses doing what they do, to creating the tax, paying for all those things that we all hold dear. So we should not have any uh, lockdowns and legal restrictions in place for a moment longer than necessary. As I always say, I'm a libertarian conservative. It doesn't sit comfortably with me that we have draconian measures that uh, the state telling us what to do. So they have to be lifted at the earliest opportunity that's both uh, safe and sensible. Well, in order for shops and services to open on various dates over the next few months, certain criteria will need to be met, which the PM talked quite a lot about yesterday. Professor Martin Michaelis is an expert at the University of Kent. He's also been chatting to KMTV and reacting to those calls to reopen everything sooner. Well, we will see how long it has to wait, but the simple answer is about half of the people who are currently in hospital are 70 years old or over the other half is younger and it will take much longer until everybody every adult is vaccinated so so we would still cause massive problems if we just opened up everything and i think boris johnson made that point in a sort of similar way he said we will never be in a zero covid world he also talks about this cautious but irreversible roadmap do you think his plan will prevent further lockdowns uh, I hope so. And actually, when you look into it, there is very much focus at the moment on what we are allowed to do when. But there are these four measures. And one of them is actually that the cases keep falling. I'm just sceptical that we meet these four criteria that Boris Johnson has set out in the way he thinks and in the time scale he thinks. You can still let us know what you think by commenting on our stories at Kent Online or by leaving some messages on our socials. We've also been taking a look at events planned in Kent this year and whether or not they're still going to be able to go ahead. You can check out the details at kentonline.co.uk. The Kent Online Podcast with Serenity Parks.
A woman's revealed how she was chased for her dead father's outstanding council tax bill of just 1p. Sarah Venn says she received a letter from Thanet Council the day after her dad's funeral, then couldn't pay it online as the sum was too small. A council spokesman says an investigation's been launched and the bill should not have been issued. They've apologised for the distress it caused. There's been a slight drop in the number of people in Kent who are out of work despite the pandemic continuing to affect the economy. Figures show almost 67,000 in the county were claiming jobless benefits in January. That's down by 1,200 compared to the previous month, but it's still way more than double the number for January 2020. There are fears over litters of feral cats in part of Kent where vets have suspended neutering. A Thanet charity says they've been inundated with calls from concerned pet owners who haven't been able to have their animals castrated during the pandemic. Meantime, a cat's been badly injured after being hit in the face with a ball bearing that was fired from a catapult in Ashford. Six-year-old Trousers returned to his home in Oak Tree Road following the attack on Friday night. His owners rushed him to the vets and have been left with a £2,000 bill. A wartime relic on the Isle of Sheppey that's been threatened with demolition could be turned into a row of beach huts. At Kent Online, you can see video of the covered way which runs between Barton's Point Coastal Park in Sheerness and the White House restaurant in Minster. A retired engineer who lives there wants to bring it back to life. The structure has been fenced off while a decision is made on its future. And Ella Henderson and Tom Grennan have been on our sister radio station KMFM to chat about their new single, Let's Go Home Tonight. They've been telling Emma Joe on the hit list how they ended up teaming up. I met Tom years back at, um, at like his album launch and um, like instantly clicked and stuff. We've always kind of like been in touch and like always like, I guess, spoken over over like Instagram and stuff. And then uh, this is a song that I um, that I wrote like four or five years ago with James Arthur and like had it for quite some time. And it's always been a case of a song that we hold re- like held really close to our hearts, but it was something that like just collided with our timings and stuff. And you know, it's a song that I'm so passionate about and wanted to get out. And um, when I sent it to Tom and his team, listened to it and got straight back and loved it and vocaled it and just kind of like made it his own. He just absolutely smashed it. Like his vocals just sound insane. And there couldn't be anyone oh. better on this record, really, Tom, because like the lyrics are so tongue in cheek and I'm literally like mocking about you having rubbish tattoos and <laughs> not saying you've got rubbish tattoos, but maybe you've got a few other yeah. ones. But... <laughs> <laughs> I do, um, but no, I do. it's 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 um. I don't I don't think there could have been anyone that could have like like taken this song on and like because it's never it was never about replacing another artist. It was about somebody coming on and making it their own, and that's exactly what Tom's done. And I'm so excited to be like releasing a duet with him because like yeah, I've always been a big fan. Oh, that's so lovely. Um, yeah. So obviously, as you mentioned, the single's called so "Let's lovely. Let's Go Home Together." Um, dare I ask Ella, what is the song about? The song is about well, it's, I guess it's a very it's a very tongue in cheek love story of two people meeting on a night out for the first time. They lay their eyes on one another, and like Tom said on our video day, it's the question of do we or don't we, and that's kind of the yeah the storyline of the plot. Um, and I think as well, like I wanted to create a record that felt very nostalgic, and I think right now we're all just missing socialising and being back in the pub and being around people and I think like you know I think this song is a it's a little bit like a modern day fairy tale in New York the Pogues and that's kind of the concepts we wanted to grasp with the video wasn't it Tom? Yeah for sure and it was just so nice to kind of be back in a pub and be in that atmosphere and 
kind of have that feeling of normality again and it definitely felt like that even though like it was still socially distanced and stuff like that we made the pub feel really full and me and Els just had a really good time and it was yeah. just good to be back in that in that in that world of we like, basically just, just went to the pub for the day and, yeah. and filmed it all if you missed it, you can listen to the whole thing now at kmfm.co.uk. Kent Online Sport. Football and Gillingham travel to take on struggling AFC Wimbledon tonight, looking to build on Saturday's three points. Steve Evans' side were 2 0 winners over Bristol Rovers on Saturday and are currently 15th in League One. Tonight's opposition are down in the relegation places, and assistant boss Paul Rayner says they need a good result. That's the consistency we've we've been talking about for weeks now. Is you know, can we get back to back? Can we go on a run of games, you know, unbeaten? And, and that's what we need to do if we're, if we're going to start looking at the table at playoffs. Then uh, we've got to put a run together. We need to put wins together, draws together, and go unbeaten. So, uh, so that's what we're going to aim to do. It won't be easy, you know, but uh, but that uh, that will take a lot of confidence from that, particularly the second half performance today. You know, we relish playing the big boys. We love we love going to Sunderland. We loved going to, to Charlton and Pitt and Alwitz, you know, your Ipswichers, you know, the massive teams in this division. We love we love going and you know trying to get points off them. So, you know, whether it's Wimbledon, a bigger team, a smaller team, a middle of the road team, it doesn't matter to us. We just we just try and win. We are what we are and we're just delighted we got three points today. So, you know, bring on Tuesday, it's another different challenge. Today was a different challenge. It was more of a scrap, more of a fight. It was a battling performance, um, but that little extra quality we felt we had in the game, you know, made the difference. We will, of course, have reaction from the result of that match in tomorrow's podcast. In cricket, Kent's Zach Crawley is available for selection for England's third test against India. He missed the first two matches after injuring his wrist. Captain Joe Root has admitted he's still not sure who'll open the batting tomorrow with a lot of things to consider it's been a tricky tour for our batters it's, it's been very alien conditions it's been a lot of learnings that's been going on and I think the guys have responded well to that of course we're here to win and we're here to produce results but you know if you're trying to build a team over a long period of time you need to keep looking to get better and adding things all the time the series is currently tied at one all that's all for today thanks ever so much for listening don't forget you can subscribe to the IM News app and that will give you access to all KM Group newspapers just head to subsaver.co.uk News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Kingsdown Meadow, located in beautiful Kent countryside. New homes available. Search Serenity Parks.